What does 25 cents back on every purchase mean to you? A free lunch? That gadget you've been eyeing? A night out with the fellas? With your Premise Perks checking account, you get 25 cents back with every purchase using your debit card and zero ATM, overdraft, or annual fees. With this completely free account, you can watch the money roll in with every swipe and find the freedom to go further with your cash. Premise, the bank that gets it right. Premise is a member FDIC. ATM transactions do not count towards debit card rewards. Good morning, everybody. I am Pam Myers with Pam Myers Social Media. Welcome to Three Questions Podcast. My wonderful co-host is Erica Yoakum with Virtual Personal Assistant. I forgot the fabulous. She is fabulous. Oh, damn. Uh, And our guest today is Teresa Robinson. Teresa is the owner of Graphic Bliss LLC. Good morning, Teresa. Thanks for joining. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Excited. Um, So tell us about, take, tell us about Graphic Bliss. What do you, you do a lot of. (laughs) Graphic, Graphic Bliss became, uh, it's almost a collaboration of everything that um, I created over 20 years. Mm -hmm. Um, I started, you know, once I got out of school, I started my own uh, graphic design business and, you know, you, you never finish learning. Um, so as I continue to learn, um, just on, you know, what I picked up from working with people, um, that graphic design business turned into a branding agency. And then I just started realizing when I looked at my, my client roster and the things I was doing, a lot of stuff was happening in the forms of entertainment. Um, I started uh, Pride and Equality magazine in 2003 and then started New Mexico Entertainment magazine and it will be 10 years next year. So uh, I was like, math. Uh, <laughs> you know, I can math. math. Yeah. You know, it will be 10 years and and it it really led back to a love that I've always had, which was entertainment. I honestly thought I was going to be an actress and yeah. that never, you know, it that never have, but I've met some amazing people in the field. I, I love the behind the scenes. So Graphic Bliss became a, a collaboration of all the businesses that I have and utilizing the um, contacts I've made, the connections I've made to share that with others uh, throughout the community. And so that, that's my goal now with Graphic Bliss is creating a community that, um, we can build and help each other because collaboration should, you know, I feel like, especially after COVID collaboration should like be a keyword for a lot of businesses. Right. So that's <laughs> what I try to do now is be, you know, be collaborative in anything that I do. Right. Right. We, yeah. we our, our word, one of our, our big words during this, all of this has been pivot. Pivot. <laughs> Right, I love that episode. Um, so, with that couch, right? Oh my god! Um, have, so, what was what was your big pivot through the whole whatever the hell this has been? Pandemic disaster. You, you know, I wish I could say that. Um, you know, I've I've kind of always been about the hustle when I work, and so when the pandemic. It's so funny when I look back too, because I thought to myself, I don't know about this pandemic stuff, but I got an event that I got to do. So, <laughs> you know, 
Um, we were planning a St. Patrick's Day event with the director of Boondock Saints and one of the actors. They were coming in Albuquerque. Um, tickets were selling, and then all of a sudden it just came to a halt. And mm. I couldn't understand why. And then I started getting news about this COVID thing. And I just kept thinking, well, um, I mean, I ain't hearing nothing about like my friends got it. So I'm just going to continue on. So we kept working on the event. And before I knew it, I got another article that said that all venues with that hold 100 or more have been shut down. Mm -hmm. And that didn't click. So I was like, but my venues that I'm holding this event hold more than 100 people. So my thought process is, okay, well, I won't let 100 people in. We'll just do 50. <laughs> like, I kept thinking, <laughs> no, this isn't, this isn't going to affect me in any way. And I fought to the end, even up to, to you know, pride in working on the magazine in 2020 and realizing we weren't going to have a pride. And there was really no way to get the magazine out there, you know, in print form because everything was closed. And I, I, would I would love to say that I took that moment and was like, okay, Teresa, what can we do? What can we do to strengthen ourselves? I went into a depression and spent the next three months in bed. And it wasn't until after that that I just kind of told myself, yeah, I can't do this anymore. I got I to gotta get out of bed and I got to figure this out. And for me, that's when the change started to happen of looking at the overall big picture of what I wanted to provide this, this state, this city, when it came to my services, when it came to what I know and how I can share that with others. Yeah. So it started, it started with COVID. Um, and as we were talking about earlier, um, I recently had a pulmonary embolism and that changed everything. I have always been a person that would go from zero to a hundred. I was used to that. I would work myself to the bone until I got sick, spent a week recovering and then be at it again. And so even finding out that what I didn't have was indigestion, it was a blood clot to my lung. Um, still, I didn't understand the severity of it until I got home and constantly looking at my kids and telling them I'm going to be fine and realizing that that could not have been the case. It could have gone the another way, could have had to my heart, could have had to my brain. Mm -hmm. And so from that, it really has me, you know, sitting down and, and going, okay, not only do I need to look at really taking care of myself, but how I'm going to utilize the time I have left. There's nothing that makes you really realize you are not <laughs> invincible right. than that. So, Immortal. And yeah, 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 exactly. So exactly. Always, hearing, always hearing the term superwoman, you know, that we kind of like to put on ourselves that we, have so many hats of the role of mother or business owner or all of that. And we think, yes, we can do it all. And I do feel, I feel we can, but we, we really have to be realistic on how we make that happen and right. not just, you know, wear ourselves down in order to. So yeah, COVID and in this, in this blood clot, there was like, there was two pivots in my life that made that happen. <laughs> But I, I really, because of it, I'm like, I'm really excited to head into 
2023 with this new outlook, but I want to end strong with 2022. And it, it's kind of, it's kind of funny as I'm sitting here going, okay, I got to take it easy that, you know, I have Rocky Horror coming up at the Guild and then Ghouls on Parade at Morningside Park. And, you know, after that, it's three more events, but at least I'm like, I'm asking for more help. I'm asking for help. I'm, I'm putting that out there. That, you know, I'm not, I'm not just handling it all on my own. And I'm very mm -hmm. grateful for people that have stood beside me to help me work on this stuff. So I, I, I couldn't ask for anything more. Yeah. yeah. What? <clears throat> excuse me. What would be? I mean, other than other than the pivoting moments you've already mentioned, what do you think is the biggest takeaway from? all of this is that that you need to i mean obviously you turned around and refocused right mm -hmm. yeah but I, um, I think the, the biggest i think the biggest thing i got out of this is there's nothing wrong with taking care of yourself there's nothing no. wrong with saying no there's nothing wrong with realizing that we all have limitations and that's not a weakness it's more of a strength to acknowledge that you do so that way you can really focus on what you need to focus on. You can't, right. I mean, you you should take, I, I feel like there's a lot of opportunities that can come your way, but you really have to think about, you know, which ones you're going to take. Saying yes to everything is going to lead you to where it led me. And, you know, sometimes you just, you have to say no, and it's not a weakness. You know, no. vulnerability is a strength and it should be, it should be appreciated. <laughs> right, right. When I was first starting my business, I was turned on to um, book yourself solid. It's a, it's a, it, and it was how to get clients and, you know, that type of stuff. And, um, and he talks about treating your business as if it were the hottest nightclub in town. <laughs> right. And not everybody gets into the hottest nightclub in town. Nope. Right. <laughs> So to imagine that you have the red velvet ropes hanging in front and, you know, and you have a big ass bouncer stand in there. Mine happens to look like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but hey, it's me. <laughs> oh, you already figured out what your bouncer looks like. All right. I, I, I go figured out what my bouncer looks like. Yeah, right, right, and so, and so not everybody gets in because I was also in the habit of whatever business came my way, I would take it, even if it was not a fit for me or my personality or my business. And it took a long time for me to be able to say, mm, no, I don't like doing that. Or even more important for me, being the people pleaser, mm, no, I don't like you. <laughs> that was oh tough. My gosh. What, what, what an empowering moment. I used to go by the philosophy, like with your business, you just take everybody that comes your way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, oh, if they want your services, you should do it. And when I had, I had one client that, felt the need to that she could call me at three in the morning to oh, discuss wow. it. Yeah. I, I, and I was like, you don't, I don't, you don't pay me enough for this. And even if you did like this, no, this is sleep time. I should be asleep right now. Like this is not for you. It It is the most empowering feeling to realize that you do not have to work with absolutely everybody that crosses your path. And, right. yeah. and, and mm -hmm. I mean, and I've, and I've had, I've mm -hmm. had situations that I've like opened up my heart, my business, everything to individuals that after realizing that <laughs> another thing I learned is perception. Apparently 
So we we put out a perception of things that we don't even realize we're putting out. We put out this image that mm -hmm. uh, because people see us on social media and they think, oh, you must be this way because of what they're seeing on social media, not knowing the behind the scenes right. of you know what we go through in order mm -hmm. to put on an event, in order to just get through the day. Right. And so it was interesting bringing people into my life that they thought they knew that. And when they realize how hard the work is, how much dedication <laughs> it took, they were just like, oh, I don't, oh, okay. I, yeah, I mean, can you just, can I just ride your coattails and reap the benefits without actually having to do anything? And I was like, it's time for you to go. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. that's yeah. happened, that happened a lot. And, and at least now I could say, you know, sometimes it takes years to realize that a person's bad for you. Sometimes it takes a couple of months, but, you know, you, you learn, you start learning, you, you start realizing the, what you should be looking for after a while so that it's right. less and less time. You're not wasting. Right. I literally put, I put a screensaver on my computer. I had it for a couple of years until it really in my brain of red velvet ropes, just to <laughs> remind myself that I didn't have to work with everybody. And then I, so now I do an exploratory call. And, and I, and I listen to my gut check as I'm talking to the new client or, you know, or, and, and talking to somebody to try and see if, you know, and I, and I've stopped, I've stopped being guarded about who I am. Like I'm very much, and Pam's probably thinking, what <laughs> you're guarded? Cause I'm very much as, you know, what you see is what you get, but it's been even more so in the last several years yeah. where it's like, you know what? I, when I was younger, I I was um, talked down to and devalued because I swore mm. a lot, right? Like I was literally called the truck driver's daughter. I am a truck oh, driver's yeah. daughter. My father was a long haul trucker his entire life and absolutely loved. I wish everybody had the peace that my father had knowing what he loved his entire life, right? Well, so I used to look at that and go, oh, yeah, right. Just, you know other side of the tracks, truck driver's daughter and all that. And now I'm like, I speak trucker with a sous-son of sailor. So right. if you don't yes. like it, bite me. And <laughs> you know, I'm and truck driver and sailor. So if you want to, we can play, you want to play. I got play. dialects in there that you probably not even heard. <laughs> Southern Cal speaks in there too. I've got some zoo doozies from junior high that will make your hair fall out. I'm saying, <laughs> right. And, but I, so I started listening to my gut check when I, when somebody would say something and if I, my, I, my lovingly call my hinky bells would go off, go, mm -hmm. Oh, this isn't a good fit for me. And I don't have to work for you. Cool. Same coach taught me about abundance, right? When I was like, mm. yes, but if I don't take the business, I'm going to starve. And she said, this is 13 years ago. There's 53,000 registered businesses in Albuquerque. Can you service all of them? Well, no. Right. There's enough business out there for everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And if, and if you, and, and to your point that both of you made, if you, if you take the time, I like to liken it to a bad date. You know, if you go on a date and you kind of, or you meet somebody, you get them, you get that instinctive feeling like right away, like this is not going to go well. Well, the same thing applies to business. Yep. Those mm -hmm. relationships don't get better. 
Um, if you're hiring somebody, those relationships don't get better, they get worse. And if you take time to let, if you, if you give too much time to them, then it takes away from the time that you need to go to work with the clients that really are a good fit for you. Right. I yeah. Mean, yeah. It's that yeah. whole sense of knowing your, your worth. Right. Yeah. right. So that, I know that took me a while to realize, especially like mm -hmm. even when it came to, you know, letting people know what I charge it out or letting people know, you know, just what my time is worth right. that, you know, it, it got to, a point, I was like, okay, well, I mean, if that doesn't work for you and it's just, you know, now yep. looking back, it's just like, oh no, this is, no, I'm just like, this is what I, this is what I offer. This right. Is this. And you could take it or leave it. And right. I, I've come to the um, conclusion. I mean, I try, I try my best to treat that for everybody with people, entertainers, performers that I work with, with my events. Um, I'm always respect. And it's funny. I will ask the question, what, what do you charge? And some don't like, don't, they don't know that number. They're just like, oh, well, I mean, I just normally do shows or I normally do this. I'm like, how do you not know your number? How do you not know that number? And so, I, you know, I would hope that I encourage them to be like, look, you, you need to know that number. So when somebody comes to you and say, how much do you charge? You outright just come out and say, oh, I charge $100 for an act. I charge $150 an hour for this. You know, it shouldn't, there shouldn't be this lump in your throat to say what you're worth. But right. you definitely need to know what you're worth in order to, you know, get to that point. And you can I be also part. told it should make you nervous, a little bit nervous. Right, right, like, right. Right. If you're if you if you can say it too easily, then it's probably you're undervaluing. You need yep. to be you need to be just a little bit. Huh, this is what I charge. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's a, it's a hard lesson to learn, especially for people going into business for the first time. I mean, it can be right. I mean, you're like you both said it it, it it it's it's scary it's intimidating because mm -hmm. um, you're trying to grow and yet you have these perimeters yeah it can, it can be very challenging i mean exactly. I, I i'm sure every business owner or, or the majority go through the same thing right? i'm sure i mean when i when i started my my business i took looking back it was i i was letting people dictate what my time was worth mm, and yeah. so it was you know because now that i've i've you know had my business for so long and i've you know grown looking back a lot of people have this sense of i have that cousin that knows how to do stuff on a computer syndrome so because they had that they were just like well my cousin could do it you know for free but you know he's not a professional i'm like exactly so why are you equating me to your cousin's work <laughs> when you're working with a professional? But there was still that fear, like you wanted that work so bad. You were just like, oh, you know, okay, I'll be your cousin for this project. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have that mentality anymore. Yeah, anymore, right? Yeah, it takes it. Yeah. It takes a little bit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Would you say, would that be your biggest piece of advice for people out there trying to start a business or even to break into, you know, like your, what you do, your line of work? I mean, how, what would be your biggest piece of advice for them? Um, 
Sorry, I'm putting you on the spot, Teresa. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh, that would. I, I think I think the biggest lesson I've learned and the best piece of advice I can give is that you, if you're looking to start your own business, um, especially if it's in the entertainment field, you really, oh goodness, I I think like I said, going back to the whole perception thing, um, mm -hmm. I, I I'm I'm amazed how many people think I'm rolling in dough. Like they just they're like, oh my goodness, with the people you met and the people you know, you must be making lots of money. I'm just like, mm, no, <laughs> no. I I I get I get excited when I have a really good month that my bills are paid and I can go out and eat and not worry about bouncing something. It's a good day, you know. Well, yeah. um, so I mean, for me, the work is about the passion of that work. That's why I do it. I spent so many years either working for somebody and it's been, a, I mean, I've, I've, I've worked for myself for over 20 years. So it's been a long time since I've worked for someone else, but I spent years working for people that made it harder for you to get up in the morning and work. I just, I've never, I've never liked the concept that a job's a job. And if you're getting paid that you're, that you just put up with the sadness with the with whatever right. you know just the that pain feeling of going to work and just knowing you do not want to be there but you have to because you got bills to pay and i'm like yeah but there are other jobs there are other ways to make money that you are going to wake up every morning feeling like i am happy to be waking up to do what i do and that's right. for me that's that's what I learned is if I'm not waking up every morning loving what I do, I shouldn't be doing it. So you mm -hmm. shouldn't you should never go into any job, business, venture, anything without feeling that this is a passion for you. This is something you you want to do that you care about doing. Um, for me, it, it, it was always about providing something more for my community. So, you know, I, I, I was blessed to be a speaker for this past TED, TED talk, uh, TEDx conference that happened here in Albuquerque. And I talked about, you know, the quality that we should be looking at with everything we put forth in our community, because if we start doing that, we're going to require it in everything we do. And so I try, that's what I try to strive for every day is, is providing a quality product event, you know, speech, whatever it is I do is there's always quality behind it. Because if I'm providing that for my community, if I'm showing people that New Mexico can be more than, as people call it, the land of entrapment, yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, I, I just, we, I just feel like we can have nice things. We just have to have to start realizing we're worth more than we give ourselves credit for. Right. So I just, I would say the best advice I could give is, you know, one, don't be afraid to start a business. Like if you, if you always had that idea of who I want to do this venture, I want to, I want to start this art business. I want to create this organization. If you're really passionate about it, do it. Because if you spend all that time talking about, I want, I want, I want to do this. I think this is going to happen someday. It's never going to happen. You know, action is a big thing. 
you know, you could talk and talk, but it's, it's going to take that moment of action to really make it happen. So yep. don't be afraid to make it happen and have, you know, love and passion for whatever it is you do. That's what's going to get you waking up every morning, happy to be waking up every morning because there's something new to do. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I can't, yeah, I can't agree with that more. <laughs> I think I, hopefully we've, we all have that in our life, you know, like I was 30 years old and I was crying on the way to work and I was crying on the way home because I hated my job and I hated my relationship. And it, I, I can remember clearly being on the road and, and in my little Honda and thinking to myself, and who exactly are you waiting for? Mm-hmm. You're waiting for a white knight on his, on his horse to come and save mm-hmm. you from this or mm-hmm. who exactly are you waiting for and realizing no, oh shit, that's me yeah. <laughs> exactly. only right. you are going to make that happen only you nobody's going to do it yeah. for you no one's going to be more passionate about what you're passionate about than yourself um Absolutely. and yeah so i think that's you know you you gotta you gotta have faith and belief in yourself in order to make things happen for yourself it's great yeah. to have a team of people behind you that that give you that, but also surrounding yourself with yes people is not the best thing either. So um, <laughs> you you gotta be you gotta be your own hype man. You got you gotta be able to look at yourself in that mirror every morning and just be like, you got this. Right. You, yeah. you know what you do. Let's let's right. do this. Let's make this day, you know, the most exciting day ever. And right. you know. Feel that abundance, have that prosperity. Just mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. know that you can bring that yourself. There's nobody that's going to do it for you. You got to, right. you got to feel yeah. that yourself. Yeah, yeah, really. And, and at the same time, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up. You can't surround yourself with yes people because at the same time, you have to say, okay, what can I do better? How, how, mm-hmm. how can I right? How can I do better? And and if you surround, and if you have just yes people like. Then it's it start it puts a halt to that growth, don't you think? Exactly. I mean, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I I made the past three years, three or four years, was spent pretty much uh, pruning. I was going <laughs> to say pruning, <laughs> pruning my 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 friendships and my relationships because you know it's it's a frightening thing when you start realizing that people that you've been with for 10, 20 years are causing detriment to you actually really growing because they got comfortable on where they wanted to be. And you're realizing like, "Mm, no, this is not where I want to be. And I don't like comfortable. You're like, only time I want to feel comfortable is when I sleep. But I mean, I never want to feel comfortable in my growth. Like I want to keep growing and growing and I, I needed to surround my pe- myself with people that understood that, that, you know, not only supported me, but could be able to look at me and say, you're effing up. You're, 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 you know, you need, you need to just, yeah, you, you need to fix this. You're doing this wrong, you know, yeah. really offer that constructive criticism, but still be there to lift me up when I might not be able to do it. And mm-hmm. Yeah, that took, that's what I've been doing for like the past four years is just like, oh, prune that. Okay, cut that out. You know, I was like, you know, some 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 bridges need to be burned in order to, you know, build. Burn, burn you know, salt the earth, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> and just, yeah. you know, and knowing the difference between, I, I, gosh, if 
it, it's just been interesting looking at the uh, dynamics of some people to realize, wow, that is somebody I should not be around. Especially if you're a person that is just has this mothering nature to mm. always want to take care of people. Some people will appreciate that, but others will totally take advantage of it. And yeah. so you're spending that time, you know, showing, look, I can be that person that's going to be there for you. And they're over here like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know that. That's why I'm here. But right. not offering anything back. Mm, no. Yeah. Oh, you need something? Got to go. Yeah. I got, oh, I got, I got an appointment. Yeah. You <laughs> You don't want those people around you. No. So, yeah. If if you if people have not taken the time to really look at who they're surrounding themselves with, if you're sitting every morning going, I I want to be I want to be at this level. I want to be here. Then you need to look and see. Okay, if you want to be here, who are you surrounding yourself with to be there? And if you're looking at that circle and going, hmm, that's not really the people that I need then you need to start doing some pruning. You, mm-hmm. need, to start, <laughs> you need to start right, learning. Here we go. Right, right. I love that analogy. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Teresa, thank you so much for being a guest this morning on the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you again for having me. This has been great. Yeah, oh, good, yeah. yeah. I was very yeah. excited. I was like, oh, it's Teresa. I love Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you're taking care of yourself too. Please take care of yourself because the world really does need you in it. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. I, I like I said, lesson learned, and I am I am taking advantage of you know of having this second chance. And you know, I, I like the fact that I know that I'm looking at the time spent with my kids now and knowing that I'm actually spending quality time with my kids now. It's not just hey, uh, go. You're here. You're here in the house, so that works. It's actually mm. us doing things now. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it's quality time. So I'm going to utilize it as much as possible. <laughs> yeah. I'm throwing your website up there. It's dblessdesigns.com. Teresa's got, I mean, good Lord. If you can follow, go on any form of social media and not find Teresa, then you, you know, y'all, right. y'all stop. She's everywhere. And, yeah. you know, a figure in the community. You're an awesome lady. Always a lot of time. Yeah, type in the real Teresa Robinson. You're you're gonna find me. And I apologize now for all those Mark Ronchetti memes, but uh, <laughs> that was my mess. That was that was my mess. But oh, see the things that bring me happiness during the day. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, good. it's all good. Thank you again, Teresa. Thanks to our listeners. Um, Remember to watch us again next week. Thanks to our sponsor, New Mexico Out Business Alliance. And um, we'll be here again next week. Thanks Thank for listening. Thank you, Pam and Erica. Good to see you. <laughs> what does 25 cents back on every purchase mean to you? A free lunch? That gadget you've been eyeing? A night out with the fellas? With your premise Perks checking account, you get 25 cents back with every purchase using your debit card and zero ATM, overdraft, or annual fees. With this completely free account, you can watch the money roll in with every swipe and find the freedom to go further with your cash. Premise, the bank that gets it right. Premise is a member FDIC. ATM transactions do not count towards debit card rewards.